Hey there, welcome everyone to this very special bonus episode of Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. The whole cast for this season has been announced. It's uh, pretty fascinating. Some big names in there and a few surprises as well. 24 contestants all up. So let's dive straight in with our panel, George, Haley, and of course, Shannon. Guys, what do you make of this really exciting lineup? Yeah, I'm so excited by a new cast of players. I love the new ones um, that are coming in because we don't know how they're going to play. There's a few of them that I'm really interested in. The two brothers, Jesse and Jordan, they seem like um, they might have some guts in them. So they look like fun and likable people and that social element's really important. But, you know, they surf. I'm sure they're fit, but not in kind of an intimidating way. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see them going kind of far in the game. Yeah, I'm excited about seeing some returning players have the chance to get some redemption. Mark, Sam and Andy, of course. The Queen of Survivors, Sandra's here to prove that she can battle it out in the harsh Australian conditions. It's also a good chance to see some fresh players bring a fresh perspective to the game. I'm really interested in seeing how Josh and Jordan go, our two cousins. Hayley, you were the perfect combination of brains and brawn, but in terms of two individual players, we've got Josh, who is a pilot and an MMA athlete uh, combined with his cousin who is a personal trainer and they'll have two very different approaches and perspectives on the game. And of course, as a twin, I'm going to back in my fellow twins, Michelle and Mel. We've got our two new players who will be looking out for each other. They said in their promo that they can have a psychic sense and I want to see how they use that to their advantage to manipulate the game for their best. Yeah, it seems like a great cast, and I think Haley and George might have influenced it a bit because it sounds like we have a lot of fans on the show, which is obviously really great to see. And the person that I really have my eye on and who's my winner pick is Shay, uh, because I learned last season to always bet on a strong, smart woman who's just going to kill the endurance challenges, and she just seems like a physical beast who is smarter than she maybe lets on and has her partner in Ben, who she wants to use as a bit of a shield, who I think they would come for first. So I think she's set up very well. George, you mentioned in our last episode when you were speaking about Andy, he sort of fizzled and didn't sizzle. What are you hoping to see from him this time around or even from any of the big super fans? Well, Andy is a huge super fan and more than anything else, I'm hoping that he's learnt from his mistakes. We know Andy is good at studying the challenge side of the game. He's practised throwing better than anybody else. He's good at overall puzzles and those kind of things, but he's got to work on his social game. He's got to make sure that he's good with his tribe mates and that he doesn't put an early target on his back. I think what's really promising about Andy is that he seemed to have a really good sense of awareness of what went wrong last time. And obviously the first step to making any changes is that awareness. And I think his sister Kate brings out a really soft side to him that I'm really interested in seeing. So hopefully the combination of those things will have a bit of a softer social approach and just a little bit more awareness. And then he can put that game sense um, into that game as well. Yeah, I agree with the other two. Andy played some things really well the last time he played. His strategy was never his problem. His, um, what he could bring to challenges was great. So it is that social element that you know, I'm sure he's been thinking about for the last few years and is ready to come into this game with a new approach.
siblings obviously have a very special bond as well. Shannon, when you think about blood versus water in the States, what strikes you about the bond that brothers and sisters and direct siblings have when they go into a game like this? Yeah, I mean, we've, we haven't seen a brother and sister. We've seen brothers and then we've seen we've seen sisters. But I think that what comes out of a sibling relationship is, it, it depends on the relationship. It can be very competitive. Uh, a very famous example was Iris and Vetus, who had had these like really different life trajectories, which made them competitive with each other. And then they followed a more, a more similar path in the game. Whereas the twinnies, uh, Natalie and Nadia, who are a really famous example in Blood versus Water, it had a very similar life trajectory. They'd ne- almost never been apart obviously as identical twins, and then they had the most different parts on Survivor. So I'm always really interested in that duality and how it plays out in the season itself. But I do think that any of that competitiveness, uh, it tends to play out on a smaller scale in Blood versus Water, because again, I do think that relationship will supersede the game itself. So you'll work together in the game. I don't see people manipulating each other in the game, or if they do, that would be quite rare and extremely ruthless. But it comes out in things like the challenges where people kind of want to beat up on each other a little bit, I think, maybe get out some stuff from childhood. But then in the game itself, they'll, they'll always be a pair, I think. I'm really excited about Khan and Amy being on this cast. We know Khan was their real crowd favourite on MasterChef. He's used to getting his immunity pins. I want to see if he can find any immunity idols. But the interesting dynamic with Khan and Amy is Khan is the older brother. I have a younger sister. If somebody was trying to attack my younger sister, if she was my castmate out there on Survivor, I would target them. And I think that is a real benefit to someone like Amy because she has a natural shield around her in the most literal sense, her older brother. He will protect her, but he'll also cop the hit. I'm really excited about Amy when she popped up in that promo there. She looked like this Amazon goddess coming out of the water. I think she's someone to watch out for this season. But George as well, something that you've picked up on, it's something I think is an interesting point about blood versus water across the board, which is that protective quality. It's not just for older brothers to younger siblings, although as an older sibling, I, I feel the exact same way, but I'd be also protective of my spouse or really anyone that I love. And I think there's an interesting part of like, this really personal revenge that can come out in blood versus water that, you know, we have seen in the States as well, where if someone takes out your loved one, you, you want to come for them and you might have never even met them. And now there are rivalries across tribes where you don't even know this person, but you know that you hate them because they've done that thing to you. So I think that's a really interesting dynamic with, with any relationship to look out for across the season. Yeah, I agree with Shannon. There's times where you have to let someone go because it's in the best interest for your game, even if you want to protect them. And I could imagine with siblings, you might go to bat for them and that could ruin both of your games. So it's really trying to take out the emotion and play fully strategically, which I think is almost impossible in Blood vs. Water. See, the interesting thing about Khan, and Haley, you would know this, is he's a provider in the sense that he's a really good cook. When you're starving there and you've only got the option of rice and beans and Khan is out there whipping up some magical dish, you're not going to want to get rid of him. He's the provider on the tribe. He's a crowd favourite. He's going to have a good social game. But if he can also deliver in other aspects, he might be able to go a really long way. And the real question is, what will he be willing to do to his game to win half a million dollars? Is he going to prioritise himself to win or is he going to be looking out for his younger sister? I think that he will have the pressure to have like the best rice survivors ever seen. And after the season, I would line up outside his restaurant for like a survivor themed dish 
because that is just an amazing marketing opportunity. So I feel like you should definitely pursue that. Yeah, we really we tried really hard to make Arancini work. So if he can make Survivor Arancini work, I think I would keep him around. As long as it doesn't have dirt like my rice did. Sounds really appealing, George. Yeah, it's going to be amazing to watch. A great cast, some fierce competitors, some big names in there as well, and a few dark horses I reckon we need to keep an eye on. But uh, it's all ahead of us, and we won't have to wait long before the premiere of Australian Survivor Blood versus Water. It premieres Monday 31st from 7.30pm on 10 or on 10 Play on Demand, so make sure you tune in. And a new episode of Us, if you want to catch more Survivor chat, you can tune in straight after episode three. But for now, the tribe has spoken, and we'll catch you then.